Parsons. And I'm Shauna West. Welcome to the Creative Exponent Podcast. This is a place where we talk about discovering, upholding, and sharing your creativity. Welcome to the Creative Exponent. We're so excited that you're joining us for episode 10. <laughs> it's, you know, 10's a big number. 10's a big deal. <laughs> we got to the double digits, That's you know. Right. We're like going into fifth grade now. Professionals. Or yes, exactly. <laughs> so today we're going to talk about when you stroke out creatively. And we do actually mean stroke, stroke out. <laughs> Not, not strike, strike out. <laughs> Although at some point we probably will talk about striking out creatively because yes. that, that <laughs> happens too. But what we're talking about is when you're sort of moving along, you're doing your creative thing. Maybe you're in a brainstorming session. Maybe you're in the middle of a project and it just, your brain <laughs> just... Everything goes to jelly. <laughs> yes. It just stops. And <laughs> this came from... Actually, Sean is the one who said it. Sean is the one who's like, you just stroked out. <laughs> so we were at the beach. Makes me sound super, super sensitive. <laughs> I know, exactly. <laughs> like, what if there was actually a medical issue happening right, at that moment? Right, right. Oh, <laughs> and gosh. I'm being laughed at. <laughs> no, but what happened is we had been working for hours. We were at the beach. We, we went mm. there to meet for sort of a semi-creative retreat, but also to work on the creative exponent. And mm -hmm. we live in separate states. So we felt like we've just got to get together so we can have this concentrated time. So we had been working for hours on... Hours. <laughs> yes. Hour. Like we did not leave to go eat a meal the mm -hmm. whole time we were there. We just ate... Like right. cheese and crackers and fruit and <laughs> salami and yep. dips and hummus. Like that's what we ate the whole time. Yep. So and, anyway. And worked. <laughs> yes. And chocolate. Yep. So we're, we're talking about everything. And all of a sudden I'm talking and saying an idea. And I just all of a sudden I'm like. Uh, <laughs> uh, like literally started just uh, making noises. Like nothing. Sean is like. Whoa. <laughs> Are you done? <laughs> Are <Just> you... Stop. <laughs> did you just stroke out? What? And I'm like, I, I did. I, did. I, really, I truly did. I'm done. I, yeah. So we went out and took a walk and, and we did, we were done for yep. the night because yep. nothing valuable was going to happen after nothing that point. We went, went to bed early. Yeah. Went to bed early. Mm -hmm. And, uh, anyway, so we're, we're just going to talk about that because even if it may not be dramatic, is that like your mid sentence and then just start, it's deteriorates into noises, um, <laughs> <laughs> that it, it happens to all of us where we're yes. in the middle of something and we, we feel like, we feel like we've got more time in us. We can keep mm -hmm. going and, yeah. and, the, and it just, it just, we can't, um, right. or there's a deadline or, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And we're excited to get the work done. You know what I mean? There's something yep. we've got to get, you know, we've got to make it happen. And then all of a sudden uh, I, I, it happens, <laughs> you know? Right. You're sitting at the keyboard, staring mm -hmm. at the blank page for an hour. It's oh, nothing's gosh. coming right. out or you're typing, deleting, typing, deleting, you know, it's garbage. Um, you know, same thing. Like you're trying to put a design together. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's just you and a blank piece of graph paper and your templates and it's 
Yep. It's just not happening. Just not happening. Yeah. You just so, stuck. so the first thing we want to say is it's normal. Just expect yes. it. Like yep. welcome to the world of creativity where yeah. your creativity can be right at your beck and call, but it can also just, um, yeah, just be like, nope, not today. Yep, I know, which is the worst, you know, which is why, you know, in other episodes we've talked about creativity, you know, creating time for it, having habits, because this just happens. This is part of it, you know, um, to expect it and be prepared that you're just going to, you're going to hit a wall, you know, and you're, as a matter of fact, you're going to hit them repeatedly, you know, depending on what's going on in your life. And I know for me personally, it happens when I'm in the middle of, usually a lot I'm excited about, you know, like, like right now is a time like that where I'm finding, you know, one day I sit down and I feel like I've got so much creativity pouring out of me, but then the next day there's so much that I want to happen. And I, you know, that's even swirling around inside of my brain and my soul (laughs) and I cannot just quite get it out, you know? And I was sitting at the uh, at the computer just a couple days ago, you know, and just staring at it. Just, I mean, staring at it. And it was pretty simple <laughs> stuff. Like, you know, I was, it should have been, you know, a simple, easy uh, 30, 45 minute, you know. Yes, yeah. it took some creative brain power, but it should have been a simple thing. And I just, I could not do it. And I finally just said enough. And I just stood yeah. up, you know, got my keys ran and got myself something to eat because there was no food. So <laughs> I decided, you know, we're going to eat because the it's body like needs theme, to eat. theme of this podcast, just not eating. That's, we, you need to eat when you're creating. You do. You can't. <laughs> don't, be a, don't be a starving artist, literally, right. like right. because you're just too busy creating to eat anything. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, yeah, I, it, it just happens. It's, it's going to happen. So, but we've both, you know, said, and I think... I mean, you'll read it all over, you know, it's just when that happens, you know, if we can expect it and we know it's coming, you know, number one, we're just sort of ready for it, you know, and, and that takes some of the frustration out of it. It's just part of it, you know, but, um, secondly, I think, you know, it's, I know you've said this, I feel this way. Um, and I think you'll read many, many other creatives who talk this way, you know, it's, it's time then to take a breather, you know, and if you try to force a lot to happen in those moments, it's usually, um, eh, you know, the work is not yeah. always awesome that you're, you're able to produce. Yeah, to- totally. I think a part of, um, a part of planning for it is to give yourself that buffer that like when it's right. not coming and, and you have a due date coming up, um, if you procrastinate too much, sometimes the pressure mm-hmm. uh, can kill your creativity. And then when it is due tomorrow, you have to do it. You don't have a choice. Right. Um, you just you kind of pin yourself back in a corner. Yeah. So give yourself time knowing that, um, you know, you're going to hit a wall or you might if you don't. Great. But. You yes, might hit a you. wall. Yeah, you might. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you. You're like the unicorn of creatives, mm. you know. <laughs> it happens. Um, but yeah, take a breather. Like work on something different. Go for a yeah. walk. Do something that doesn't. Um, it was great. Actually, the other day I was feeling kind of overwhelmed. I had a lot of projects to do that really did require a lot of creativity, yeah. um, like photo shoots and writing. And, and so when I see this enormous list of all this stuff, I'm like, 
oh, I'm starting to feel anxious and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, one part of that that I needed to get done was painting a bathroom for a room makeover yeah. for my blog. And, and I started, I kind of didn't want to do it because I felt like there was all of this much more important creative work to do. But I started painting the bathroom and it was so good for me creatively because I was working with my hands. I was working with paint, which I love anything to do with paint. I put Mm -hmm. on some good music and um, I actually told Jeff, I said, you know, these walls didn't need anything from me, but just to be covered with paint. Yeah. It was a brush and a roller. I didn't have to think of design. The color was already chosen. I didn't have to make any decisions while I was doing it. I think that's where you get fatigued is when you have to make creative decisions, whether it's in writing or art or whatever. Yeah. So when you can do some creative work that doesn't involve making decisions, I think that Mm -hmm. that can really help um, kind of get you through the wall. Um, Yeah. Yeah, maybe even saving some of that work for the end of a project so yeah. that you know as you're getting tired, that's what you can work on. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other thing is, and this is just, I mean, advice for anyone who's, you know, just feeling stuck or tired in, in the moment of work is just to go take a quick walk. Oh, yeah. Get up. Get up. Go yeah. do something different. You can't. If you if you hit that wall, you, you just stop. Even I mean, look, it may take five minutes for you to... Yeah, get your composure back and you to get your, you know, kind of find your groove again. It, it may take you, you may have to walk away and do it again the next day. Um, yeah. You know, so it's, you know, and that's hard to do. I think that the, the buffer is super important because it's hard to do if you are, you know, if you're on a deadline and it's something, yeah. you know, or for a client, for a customer, um, a custom piece or, you know, those those things are are real and it's hard to um you know it's hard to avoid them then but you know yeah you you got to give yourself some time to to re you know regroup it's okay yeah. to, to take a minute to to regroup yeah oh definitely um i <clears throat> going for walks is big for me i know for some people they like doing naps naps don't work for me cuz oh, i'm gosh, either no. I have got to, I'm like a hardcore napper. It's like a three hour (laughs) event during the day where I'm actually in my pajamas. I take my contacts out. I get fully under the covers. Yeah. These like 15 minute, you know, couch naps, all they do, it makes my contacts sticky. It makes me groggy. It just doesn't, it doesn't work for me. But I know that for some people taking a little, you know, a power nap or something like that can, can really help. And I will say, we've kind of said this, but like actually go get a snack. I'm not saying like, you know, sometimes we snack too much during some creative work, but (laughs) Especially like writing or something. Uh, not what you're talking about. Right, exactly. <laughs> Those 10 pounds I gained when I wrote my book. <laughs> um, that is had nothing worst. to do with me sitting and writing in my bed because it was the mm-hmm. only place I could be by myself. Could be quiet. And oh, snacking on stuff. <laughs> yep. There are so many authors I know who wrote their books in bed. In their like, bed. Especially when they had little kids. It's yep. like that's the only place. It's like the only locking door where they'll leave you That's alone. right. That's right. So anyway, um, but, but have a, have a snack, get a little bit of fuel for your body, like have something healthy. Um, uh, I find sometimes even something as simple as just drinking a bunch of water Mm -hmm. will like kind of help me feel refreshed and, 
and ready to go a little bit more. Um, so anyway, the second point that we would say is, so be ready for it, have some ideas, have some strategies for how you can kind of push yourself past it, give yourself time to rest, give yourself time and the room to step away from it without feeling pressured, yeah. Yeah. Um, if possible. Um, the next thing is just don't read too much into it. And yeah. I think that's a big one because it's so easy to doubt and second guess yourself when you hit a wall and get stuck. Um, yeah. I th- I'm sure that I still have projects sitting. I'm looking around my studio to see if like I can <laughs> see. I, I probably have hid them, so I can't see them. Can't but see pro- them. Yeah, projects that I got stuck on, I hit a wall and then just put them away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Um, Stepping away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's it's easy to read too much into it and kind of feel like there's this maybe sense of failure or sense of like that's it. It's that's all I've got. I've dried up yeah. now. Yeah. It's done. <laughs> I'm done. I'm going to retire now. <laughs> Listen, though I think that that's so that's just us. We're such black and white creatures, you know, often in our minds, you know, we've got this black and white version of what is good, what is bad, what is productive, what's unproductive, you know, and we just cannot help but put those really, really finite limitations around um, our progress or our productivity, our creativity, you know, it's just ourselves, we cannot help but say, oh, well, this day was a disaster. And I mean, I'm not saying you can't be frustrated. I mean, I get frustrated too. But I think, you know, if we can kind of settle into a place where we begin to, you know, just recognize it for what it is. It's like, hmm, let me give you an example. Um, so I know in like in, in relationships, I think that's mm-hmm. one of the things we struggle with so much is, you know, just kind of calling something for what it actually is at the root, you know, and just saying, mm-hmm we're doing that thing, you know, where you do this and I do this. We're doing that right now. Because then when you can kind of, which I'm grateful to be with someone that I get to do that with right now, you know, that I can just say, hey, we're doing that thing where we're about to. So you mean like in the middle of a situation, you can be like, okay, hey, what's going on here is I'm being defensive. Yeah. You're you're feeling like, you know, yeah. uh, I, I'm ignoring you. Right. So this is, you know, that's like our default. So right. let's, let's that's recognize it. And what's get really going it. on. Yeah. yeah. And so it's the same with this. It's sort of like that, you know, when you can just call something for what it is, it's just less frustrating. It's less scary. Things don't escalate, you know? So if we can just say, okay, I'm doing the thing, you know, I'm doing the thing where I'm stuck. I'm going to get up and do something different, you know, yep. then it, like, then you yep. can kind of roll through out. it. Yep. Just <laughs> stroking out right now. Got to, got to move on. Got to step away. Yeah. You know? <laughs> then and you we can, did, we laughed we about it and we did sort of do that. And that's yeah. how it's become a podcast because we recognized <laughs> it. We laughed about it. And then we're like, let's go for a walk on the beach. Right. Let's just step away let's from this. Out. And actually we did end up talking more about it um, yeah. because once yeah. we were outside and walking around, we kind of were able to revisit some things with a fresh perspective. So yeah, yeah, don't read too much into it. And I think that's especially important. Most of the time when we do hit that wall, it's usually pretty temporarily, like the next morning we can kind of pick it up or a week later we can pick it up. But I know for some people, especially if you're working on really big 
deep mm-hmm. projects like a book project or oh, yeah. um, you know something really big that there are times when you can go through a season oh, yeah. where your creative brain is just not pumping it's out broad. the kind of mm-hmm. the kind of quantity or quality that you've been yeah. used to um, and i think not always but that that can be a very good indication of just burnout oh, um, yeah. oh yeah which which really leads us to our next point um, that's so important is that rest from work you love is every bit as important as rest from work that you don't love. Yeah. <laughs> because yes. if you've ever like, so I worked in the corporate world and I had no problem as soon as I got home or really as soon as I got in the car and started driving home mm-hmm. that like I left work behind I was ready to go rest. Um, I had no problems on the weekends, not thinking about work. Um, Whereas when I started my own business, it's been, you know, it's kind of this thing that I constantly pick up. Mm -hmm. And we were just talking about this before we started on the podcast that it's like, oh, I have free time. What am I going to work on? (laughs) Let me pull something out and work on it. Yes. And that's what I do all the time. And so I still kind of stink at this, really, like really thoroughly stink at it because I love all the work that I do and anything that is just a hobby that's fun for me, I do end up turning it into a business anyway. So it just becomes this, (laughs) I'm in this like chronic (laughs) state of work all the time. Right. and, uh, and I have been working on it though. Like I go to yeah. bed at re- a reasonable hour now. Mm-hmm. I, um, I do try to, um, I go out for walks. I'll do a lot mm-hmm. of, especially as the weather's really nice right now, just like sit out on the front porch and read or sketch or write or something yeah. just to, just to get out of my workspaces and, um, yeah. you know, go do something fun with, with the family Yeah. Well, and I think that's an important point that you bring up. It's, you know, resting. Oh my gosh, it is. Resting is, is a habit. It is not just something that you fall into, you know? Um, so now I mean, I think it depends on your personality because there are people who they're like, Oh no, I can rest all the time and work is the thing that's harder for them. Um, I think we're both like worker, we both love Mm -hmm. productivity and thrive on it. So it's harder for us to step away from that. Yes, that's very true. Um, And when I say rest, obviously we don't just mean sleep, although that's a part of it. Um, You know, I mean the unhurried time of living, you know, if that is for you, you know, like Mary, and if that's taking a walk, if that's, I love nothing more at night than to sit on the couch with my two kids and we pick a show and we, we work our way through a TV show together. And we usually, they laugh at me and they give me a hard time because inevitably something comes up in the middle of every show and I'll pause it. And they're like, oh, God, here we go with the deep conversation. Now, we, what, what life lesson are we going to discuss now, you know? Um, yeah. So Jeff does that. Right. And they're always like, oh, oh come on, okay. Dad. Can we, we get what they're saying. Just wanted to watch an episode of Stranger Things or whatever. <laughs> but I think that, you know, it depends on... Um, yes, your your personality. So you've got to find things that work for you. I will say I'm in recovery, <laughs> recovery of being a productivity-aholic. Um, I, you know, it, it for me now is a habit. 
I pretty much, it's sort of just like as if you get used to waking up at a certain time every day. You know, you just kind of, now at about six, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to shut whatever it is I'm working on, unless it's one of those times that I've kind of gotten myself into a into a crunch or, you know, there's something really important or I'm, I'm in a moment where I am really productive and I feel good about continuing, you know, what I'm doing. Um, you know, I just, now I just find myself, that's when I close it, you know, I close up shop for the day, that's it. And, um, you know, and for me now it's a habit and it's easier, but in the beginning it was, I mean, I had to make myself do that. I mean, I just had to literally set rules and say, you cannot open your computer until after the kids go to bed. Of course, they were much smaller and, you know, so they were going to bed at, you know, eight o'clock and that would give me another little bit of productivity time, you know, after they went to sleep. So, yeah, I just think it depends on um, your personality and, and you know, finding the times that you can infuse some of that rest. I think it helps you avoid as much of the stroking out creatively as you can. (laughs) It's not that you won't do it. It's just it can help you maybe not do it as often, you know, quite as often. Or I've, I've found that for myself anyway. So... Yeah, in the book um, Essentialism, it's a fantastic book, especially if you're someone who feels like you're just on a runaway train all the time. Mm-hmm. You're always saying yes to everything. Yeah. Um, it's a wonderful book for that. Uh, but he said, sleep breeds creativity. Yeah. It enables the highest level of mental contribution. And I really loved the, I wrote it down because mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, we all know that like sleep you know, contributes to being more creative and more just being more effective in whatever you're doing because you're awake and rested. But saying that it actually like breeds creativity. And I've heard so many stories. Yeah. It's like, it actually like multiplies it as you're sleeping. Mm -hmm. And, and I think, um, you know, most of us, I think if we're paying attention to it, we'll notice that the like first thing in the morning, we're much more, um, we just are, are ready to go. We, we have more ideas. We're more optimistic about the day, um, that it just comes from, from having a fresh mind. And there are many examples of like creatives and innovators and writers mm-hmm. and artists and all sorts of things who, who really use, you know, recognize that and utilized sleep as a tool that like right yeah. when they woke up, they immediately started um, writing or painting or working or whatever it is that they did. Um, and even, I'm trying to think of which um, inventor it was who did this. I want to say it was Edison maybe, mm-hmm. who would, um, he would take a little cat nap with two um, like ball bearing um, mm-hmm. steel balls in his hands. Yeah. And then uh, he'd have pie pans beneath him. And then when he, got to the point that he'd fall asleep. He'd uh-huh. drop the he'd drop one of the balls or both of them. It hit the pie pan, wake him up, and then he'd write down like the first thing he thought of. I don't know for sure if it was Edison, but <laughs> that sounds it was made one up, of, but also great. One, I know. It's like yeah. it probably, you know, he <laughs> someone told the story once and now it's like perpetuated right. and it's like it never actually never happened. Really happened. That's quite possible. Story, right, exactly. But it I did hear that. Yeah, I don't remember if it was Edison or not, but it was anyway. It was one of those uh, old gray-haired inventors that um, uh, 
came up with all sorts of brilliant things that changed the world. Find all your facts here, folks. <laughs> exactly. This is where, if you want to know, like, uh, true biographies. Right. True, true stories true of history. Fear. If you want, like, um, <laughs> yeah, you want counseling advice from people right. who are from a, a musical theater major and an English major, this you've come to the right you've place. You've come to the right spot. <laughs> so glad you're here. Speaking of stroking out creatively. That's right. We're doing it a little right now. That's good though. Real time. It is. Yeah. I don't know. I, um, this story just came to mind, but anyhow, the whole point of it, the whole point of it is just, just what a valuable thing, um, sleep and rest can be. And I'm, you know, I have a rest is a hard thing for me. I really, um, want to eke out as much productivity yeah. as I can during the day. And it's even really hard for me to take a day just to go out, step outside of my workspaces or on a vacation mm-hmm. to completely unplug yep. is just, it's Tough. difficult. Yeah, it's difficult for me. So I'm working on that though. I've gotten better at that over the years and there's still a lot of room for improvement. Um mm-hmm. But I agree with you at the, those seasons of life where you're more rested and where you're paying attention to that, um, then you have much, there are fewer times when you just completely right. hit a wall. Uh, cause that usually does, does come from burnout. Uh, mm-hmm. it's a good indicator that it's time to stop. So yeah, it is. Um, it is. Anyway, any other tips to share for, hmm. No, I mean, other than to say, I think that you've got a couple different cases, you know, when this happens, because look, not all creatives get to, you know, at the at the time own their own businesses. Um, So sometimes you're a creative doing creative work in a large company or for someone else, you know, so and then you've got, you know, I guess people like you and me who who do own their own businesses, but I've I've done both, you know, and so I think it's different. Um when it happens, when you know that there is an expectation of someone else, you know, waiting for Mm -hmm. you, um, compensating you, all those things. So just, you know, understand, and, and this is just a random tip I didn't plan on, you know, saying, so I'm just off the cuff here, you know, make sure if you are in an environment where you're working, even if it's for clients, you know, um, so even if you're working for yourself, but there, there is someone else on the other end of you, who requires your product, your service, your, um, you know, your time, your, you know, your gifts, make sure that you just clearly communicate, um, you know, through those times, especially if you've hit a season like that, because it is normal and it is part of it. And, you know, I think, of course, that's a whole different topic, you know, building, building a schedule um, to work with, to work with other people and to, you know, to deliver for other people is um, it's a big, big part of, you know, of this and protecting your create, you know, creative time and giving yourself buffers so that as these things happen, it's not putting extra pressure on you, um, you know, for timelines and deliverables, because that's, that's tough. You know, it's, I know for me, when I'm working solely for myself, it's a whole different thing if I'm stuck create, you know, creatively than when I'm, I'm supposed to produce for someone else. Right, because then um, so, you could just put it in a closet or decide yeah. you're not going to write that blog post yep. or, um, yeah. well, I'll just do that photo shoot later when I'm feeling yeah. it. I'm not feeling it right now. Yeah. So yeah. 
Yeah, I think we'll definitely have to talk about um, when you're when you turn your creativity into a business, which we've talked about that some, but just how easy it is to how that can really kill your business if you don't mm-hmm. plan things out, if you yeah. don't plan yeah. for that that stress and the buffers. And I think it's a lie that when you're your own boss now, you're like completely in charge of everything with your oh, schedule. Right. Yeah. It's just no, not, it's just not the case. Like if you plan <laughs> no. on, you know, if you're selling anything, you have to work with customers in some respect, whether it's you're selling right. online. So you have to ship and they expect you to ship yeah. it in a timely manner. Or if you're, um, you know, if you have a shop, they expect mm-hmm. you to have certain hours or if you're doing commission work, they expect mm-hmm. it to be done within a reasonable period of time. So um, there is still that expectation and, yeah. and your time is not always your own. So no. we will have to talk about that because I think there's kind of this, you know, misconception that, that when you're your own boss, your time is just all your own. And that's just <laughs> it is just not the case. Oh, no, at no. All. no, it's no. not. You can you have it's more flexibility, not. but there's mm-hmm. a lot of jobs that offer flexibility. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, jobs that offer flexibility that actually have health insurance. Benefits. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that they have benefits <laughs> and a lot more stability than mm-hmm. having your own business. So That's we'll have to talk true. about some of the, yeah. the nuts and bolts of all of that stuff yeah. and kind of dispel some myths and let people know what they're really getting into. It's not all yeah. lounging by the pool, doing whatever you want. Mm, no. Just, <laughs> no, it's really not. I can't remember the last time I lounged by a pool. Actually. Yeah, that's super laughable. But yeah. <laughs> yeah no, well, you see, you know, the commercials like be your right. own boss and it's always someone right. laying by the pool. It's like, I don't know when that happens. I don't either. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. Yes, exactly. <laughs> we, we just haven't day. we haven't made it yet, Shauna. <laughs> we the thing. We need we to once it. we've made it and we're laying by the pool. When we're podcasting from a pool, we'll mm-hmm. we'll let you know then that we've made it. Okay. So yeah. anyway, we'll come we'll, up with something. Else. We'll turn like you know the guy that walks by and hand, we'll turn something into a business. We won't be able to stop. We you know. Yep. We'd we'd be too addicted to that to just lay by the pool. So it'd probably be a hot mess. It's like you know we could start a pool cleaning business on the right, side. Right, could happen. Why not? Yep. Yeah. Yep. So um, today the creative contraption we're going to talk about is actually we're answering a question that a reader asked us on um, Instagram. Right. Hmm. Yep. Yeah. So what do you I have her so. exact? question or are you just par- going to paraphrase Oh, yeah, I'm it? just paraphrasing. She just asked, you know, she said, I see that you guys have taken a lot of pictures of paint. You know, I know that you um, are both painters, you know, in different different aspects. What are your favorite paints? Um, now, I know that I had shared a canvas, I think, at the time. So I'm assuming, mm-hmm. you know, for canvas painting. Um, but, you know, we can just kind of off the cuff share what we what we yeah. got. It's like, which what's your favorite paint? Yeah. Yes. All of them. (laughs) (laughs) They're truly, truly. Yes. I love, okay, I know, actually, I don't love every paint. I'm very particular and snobby about my paints. They have to be good quality paints. Mm -hmm. But I love uh, pretty much every paint medium. I just really, I really enjoy paint. It is my absolute favorite creative medium me it's too. my favorite me too Love it makes it. me you, super you feel, happy yeah, you're yeah. that way too oh yeah. yeah right currently in front of me on my desk if you could see there is a 
There's a palette that's got tons of oils all over it. There's a set of watercolors, a set of watercolor pencils, a set of watercolor creams, a set of watercolor pans. There's oils. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and this is all just from what's out. <laughs> like in arm's just, reach. Right. This is, I can touch it. I this can show it to you. This is all within spitting distance yep. for you. Yep. Yeah. I've got cabinets devoted to multiple cabinets in my yeah. home devoted to paint to and paint. painting supplies and everything. So if we're talking about fine art, my very favorite is oils. Um, yeah. I, I actually, I was really intimidated by them initially because I just felt like sort of they're the most professional. Mm-hmm. And that was just my idea of them. I had never used them. I was also really intimidated by the cleanup and, mm-hmm. you know, just all the things that I thought I knew about oils that I didn't know. But what I learned is that they're so forgiving because they stay wet for days. Oh, so God. you can just wipe them off. You can work them and rework them. It's not like pencil, you know, even a pencil. Yeah, you can erase it, but you will eventually deteriorate your paper mm-hmm. from all the marking yeah. and erasing. Whereas with oil, I mean, you just can, you just wipe it away and it's completely gone, completely mm-hmm. fresh surface that you can start painting on again. So, um, I love it. I use a few different brands. It depends on like which color I've tried. Yeah. So in each color that I use, I've tried different brands to see which one I like. So I'd say the three brands that I use that I have on my palette all the time are Gamblin. I use a few mm-hmm. of their colors and I use, I, in all of them, I use the fine artists paints. I don't yeah. use the student paints or the um, like the craft level paints. So I use mm-hmm. the artist quality paints. And that just means there's um, very, it's very high quality pigments and yeah. there are no like excess fillers and stuff. So you get much cleaner colors. So mm-hmm. um, Gamblin is one. I really like Winsor Newton paints mm-hmm. as well. They're, they actually are one of the less expensive oil paints, yep. but I, I love them. Like I tried yeah, more the one expensive I was ones. Say. Mm-hmm. That's the one you like too? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and, and because the other... they're easily accessible too, you know, you can yeah. find those everywhere. So if yeah. you're somebody getting started, they're just easy to find and affordable. Yeah. Yep. They're inexpensive. I like they're really, um, their transparent colors are really mm-hmm. juicy. They're like just mm-hmm. really glossy and I, I like them. And then I also like um, Vasari, which they are kind of a lesser known um, paint company and they are very expensive. It's like mm-hmm. $40 for a tube, but they have some, a couple of specialty colors that I really like using. Mm-hmm. So, um, so those are my favorite oil paints that I use. Yeah. Those are the three yeah. brands. And yeah. I maybe we'll do a blog post where I'll actually share which oh, colors yeah, we I should. like and which brand. Yeah. We so should. how about you? So you yeah. like Windsor now <clears throat> Windsor Newton which oils? Yeah. Watercolors. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what um, are your favorite paints? Well, I mean, yeah, it's the same for you. It's like I don't even how how does one All even begin? Well, because, you know, here's the thing. It's like I love um you know, I mean, I don't paint as much furniture now, but obviously there was a time when that was all I was painting, you know, and now yeah. I'm in design. So I find myself using, you know, all kinds of obviously paints, you know, in spaces for that. I've recently really gotten into marine paint. I know that's crazy, but in spaces hmm. because of how durable it is and glossy and, you know, anyway, if you if you got a house project and you need a glossy paint, give that a try because you'll be yeah. surprised at how durable it is and how um, 
I don't know, just the quality of it and the way it levels. It's almost like a lacquer, you know, because it's built to, you know, withstand the it's ocean. Made to be in, it's made to be in the ocean. Yes, exactly. Right. It can handle it can handle your children. That's it right. Can do it. Great, great for front doors. Like I have a front yeah. door that gets a ton of heat. So anyway, I know that's kind of a random, but um, yeah, for painting, because I do a lot of just playing with paint now, which is my favorite. I love that I do that, that I get to do that, that I choose to do that. Um, and so I do use Windsor and Newton mostly for oils. Um, I've got a few other brands, but there's a couple I want to try that are on my, I actually have some shopping carts that are full right now, but I don't want to mention them <laughs> until I try them. <laughs> so yeah. I'm going to wait until I do that. Um, just a random thing for those of you that have got kids and you need things that are really affordable, um, you know, that you, because I'm a big, my kids and I do, you know, we, we make messes here at this house. We're big, we're a very crafty little group, especially my daughter and I, and sometimes we talk my son into to joining us. But <laughs> just for a simple, easy, I like their oils, I like their acrylics, and I love their um, their watercolor pans. Um, at Target, if you go to that handmade modern aisle where all of their art supplies are, they're pretty dang good, guys. Like for just cheap, yeah. affordable, um, you know, and they're actually, I'm a sucker for packaging. They're packaged well. Like I've got this one case of um, half pans of watercolors that I find I pick up and use as much as I do my really nice, my really nice set, you know, which is, is it funny the one to that's me. in the wood case that you It showed? is. Yes. I, I was even going to ask you about that because it's oh, so cute. It is. It's all, and for like taking that and traveling, it's incredible because um, it's yeah. just, it's small, it's portable um, and the colors are really pigmented and really beautiful. So yeah. Um, anyway, so I, those are those are some, you know, kind of affordable and really, you know, like I said, easily accessible options. And then I'm going to let you know what I find out about these other fancy schmancy ones I've got in my cart right now. So, we'll, yeah, we'll we're have to do have a blog do, post. We're going to have to do a few episodes, I think, yeah. just about paint. Because Sean yeah. and I are both, um, we just love paint. Like yeah. every kind of paint, like we talked about. Yeah. So, it'll, it, we should do a few episodes on paint. But next mm -hmm. time, though, we're going to talk about... Um, is the best of your past being the enemy of your present good? Oh, man. I'm yeah. excited about that one. That is <laughs> Which I am too, because I've been, I've, I've been there before where it's like you've mm, done some really great things in the past and it's kind of paralyzing. You know, you're, you become your own worst competition. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and you become Me kind too. of paralyzed trying to You're trying to live stuck. up to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to talk about that um, in our next episode. But thanks for joining us for this one. We hope that mm -hmm. you'll um, get that listening to this podcast will be a part of rest and a part of what kind of gives you some creative mm -hmm. energy yeah. to, to keep going. So yeah. we will talk to you next time. Thanks so much for listening to the Creative Exponent Podcast. Our original theme was written by A Walker Spring and recorded by Ellie Swope and Johan Wagner. And if you like the Creative Exponent, please subscribe and leave us a review. You can find us at www.thecreativeexponent.com. And you can also send us an email at hello at creativeexponent.com.